up everybody man good to see you all let me get uh some things going right here new technology is a lot harder to work with but it's uh not working with you and you're learning all this so thank you for being patient with us i know we said 7 30 and yeah if you know me i'm always running late so it is what it is get this blunt going I thought today we'd talk about a couple things that uh, people were asking questions about one of them is how Natural Healing Care Center got started um, the other one's gonna be about the cannabis industry and how I've seen it change in the last 12 years I've been in it for 12 years in Arizona so I've seen a lot of the changes and uh, the good and the bad so we're gonna talk about that a little bit and um, I thought you'd talk about a little bit about why cannabis uh, is illegal and why it stays illegal. I think that's important for people to know, so. <coughs> Get some water. We'll dive right into it. So my name is David Irigoyen, Natural Healing Care Center, shopcleanhemp.com, and Nana's Rub. Uh, Nana's Rub is our in-house topical we make. It has um, all organic, all natural ingredients, guaranteed relief, great for inflammation, sciatica pain, arthritis. So if anyone's having any problems that uh, they're not getting any relief from with other products, give ours a try. We've got a full money back guarantee, so it can't hurt you. I also want to give out a shout out to uh, Alien Labs. That's what we're smoking right here. Picked it up from Prime Leaf uh, Dispensary down in Tucson on Speedway and Park. I like to show love over there. Uh, I think the owners are pretty cool people. So yeah, I like to get my weed from people that I trust. Halo, um, I-10 and Wilmot, and uh, Prime Leaf, two of my favorites. So back in 2011, I was working with this group, ended up parting ways in 2012, uh, the place dismantled. There's a lot going on in the industry. Um, it's a lot of, it's a, you know, it's an emergency industry. It was like the Wild West back then and a lot of instability and still uncertainty and unfamiliarity with law enforcement. So it was a risky industry. and. You know, I was working with a group and they were the pioneers in Arizona, getting things going. I learned a lot from them and while working with them, I had the opportunity to meet some patients coming in that were having a plethora of problems, weren't really getting any relief from the, uh, turn the radio down please. Weren't getting any really relief from some of the medications they were taking so they thought they'd give cannabis a try came into the office and um one of the ladies that i first met she was a post-stroke patient and i had worked at umc in the cardiology department so i had seen people that 
and bear with me we got multiple cameras going I just stuff is all new for me but um, I had worked with people with cardiovascular issues before seen how they digressed over time uh, especially in my own family my grandpa had a stroke and I saw how he never really bounced back from it so I knew strokes were one of those things that were just really hard to uh, to recover from you know, you really have to put in the work and have the right tools. And this lady came in, she tried cannabis out. Within a couple of weeks, she was out of her wheelchair, walking in the walker. Shortly after that, she was walking on her own. The paralysis on her left side went away. She came in just to thank us all for helping her and showing her the plant. Gave us all a big hug and I had a jolt of sensation run through me and felt enamored before unlike anything in my whole life and I was like wow this uh this is what I should be doing helping people like I made money before dealing poker working in the cannabis industry gaming industry money came easily you know and I, I was working with a lot of money so that never really got my jollies going but man helping people and feeling how I don't know how grateful they are when you can actually bring them some sort of relief or you know service that that right there really made me happy and let me know that I was in the wrong part of it I was in retail at first and that's when I'm like I want to get in the medical end of it and um, the place closed down thought about opening up a couple other things like a boutique a smoke shop I had put a down down posit on the place actually to open a uh, smoke shop in a boutique, a little clothing boutique, went down to LA, spent a couple grand in clothing and in glass, came down to some, was gonna flip it, and it just wasn't fulfilling. Um, you know, I was going through some hard times and trying to find out what I wanted to do. And that's when uh, someone asked me, you know, what do you really wanna do? And I said, I wanna help people again. I wanna get back in the clinical setting. I really enjoyed that. So, we uh, found the location, had a team with me, had my brother working with me, my younger brother at the time, a couple other people. Uh, my middle brother, Daniel, came on and helped massage. He was our massage therapist at first. Uh, I had been seeing the doctor for naturopathic medicine that I met at the original clinic I was working at, Dr. Jasmine May, and she gave us an opportunity to come be a part of the team. and. The rest has kind of been history, you know, we started going, um, everything just started flowing. The name Natural Healing Care Center, just came up with that on a smoke session, um, the logo, uh, my buddy Christian Merrick, who's a tattoo artist, he helped me put it together on Photoshop. We have the lotus plant at the base, which is giving birth to the earth, it's blooming, giving birth to the earth. And then right through the earth, we have the caduceus, which is the medical symbol. And in between the caduceus, we have uh, the chakra symbols. So, you know, I know it's Sanskrit, but I know it's not really my um, heritage, but it's something I honor and respect and have felt a great deal of connection to. And I feel like it's a part of natural healing, so we promote it. And it's been our identity ever since. So ever since natural healing has been going, we've had the chakras in our in our logo. You know, the, man, that's a whole nother smoke session. I'll tell you about my experience with the chakras and all of that. But yeah, Dr. May, she came and um, was our first doctor. 
and we started calling people, just cold calling. I come to the office and we had a list of people that were suspected renewals and um, just anyone we could find. I go around leaving flyers, uh, cards at locations, anything I could do, trying to network with people. And you gotta remember, this was new, a whole new industry. People didn't even like talking about it. Man, I went to smoke shops. I won't say any names, but I went to smoke shops that wouldn't even let us put our content in there because they were still shy about it. And I get it. You know, they had a lot more eyes on them than I had. So um, they didn't want to take any risk where now we understand, you know, we do have rights and we don't have to be afraid of saying certain things or having adult conversations and you know all that other stuff so we uh went and just did some guerrilla marketing um joined up with some groups that let us uh split the fees at booths for events so we're able to have a booth at places that normally would cost us hundreds or thousands of dollars we split it with some companies and you know we go over there and be able to get our message out we wouldn't sell anything we had certain guidelines we'd stand by just so we didn't get in the way of their stuff but you know we'd be out there and just hustle man so that's how we got going um i knew we were going to be the first point of contact for a lot of patients because i had already seen it previously at that other place so i wanted to make sure i was well informed uh, i took it upon myself to learn as much about cannabis as i could so i was giving accurate uh, information to people and they weren't being led astray to places where they would be put in compromising positions so i made sure to not only educate myself, but offer a complimentary consultation to every single person that came through our door. So if you came in for your medical marijuana card, I gave you a free consultation. You know, it, it didn't matter who you were, if you wanted it. You know, well, actually, if you wanted it, you could deny it. But, you know, I just, it was offered. That was all it was. And it was good because there was a lot of people that needed the information. You know, they thought that you could just smoke marijuana they didn't know you could eat it dose it properly take it in different ways apply it topically take tinctures they didn't know any of that stuff and i dealt with hippies that came in saying that they've been smoking longer than i've been alive and no their white hairs know more about cannabis than i could ever know and blah 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 and i'm like well then why are you still on all this medication you know i'm seeing your pharmacy list right here and you're on this medication still so obviously you're still having some issues and not finding full relief with it and that's when i show them how to use you know incorporate another method of consumption and they start to find more relief from it so you know I t that's because i took it upon myself to learn about that and i was finding ways through my own experience i wanted to be able to use cannabis throughout the day at the office and still function you know i own a business i couldn't be zooted all day and zonked out i had to actually be able to function get things done so that's when uh you know i found ways to work with thca started teaching classes on how to infuse i did that for quite a while um you know get back into that here soon i just took a break during covid and during my dad's passing to kind of regroup and reset but now things are coming back together like these videos and stuff you know i I'm telling you guys, this is completely out of my comfort zone, completely out of my comfort zone for for me. So 
you know for me to do this and show up and be consistent with it you know i'm really proud of myself because uh, not a lot of people are confident enough to put themselves out there like this even though they have a message from the creator and uh, the higher source and you know i feel like i have that message and i need to get that through when it comes to uh nature and plant medicine you know i've been uh shown different uh, ways from my experiences that can actually help people so I just want to convey that message but not only did I see that lady experience relief early on with the stroke which led us to natural healing I also had a uh, seizure patients come in that was the biggest eye-opener right there now I know we've all seen the videos of the people benefiting from seizures I don't know if you've seen the ones with the little kids actually putting oil on their feet and getting relief right away instantly so it's not even eating it or smoking it inhaling it you can actually apply it to your feet and get relief but those people are real and that stuff is real people really do get relief from CBD and cannabis for seizures. I've seen it with my own eyes. I see people come in with multiple sclerosis, get relief, Parkinson's disease. I talked about that last week. Um, but you know, a lot of um, neurodegenerative diseases and uh, spasmatic diseases really benefit from cannabis. And I've seen it with my own eyes, man. I've seen people that are wheelchair bound that can smoke cannabis, high amounts of it, and have more motor skills than they do without it and actually get relief so you know there's something about it when it comes to the seizures uh, we've seen patients get off of some really nasty medication uh, for seizures with cannabis one patient was on medication that not only affected their internal system but externally it retained a lot of water and put on weight so i know there's some pretty gnarly medications out there that are really questionable and I know people are hesitant to try cannabis for certain things but it is a lot safer than what they have out there and I've seen it with my own eyes that's why now uh, neurologists are starting to send a lot of patients to us and to other places to get their cards so I know that it really does affect the nervous system that we do have CB1 receptors in our central nervous system so there are receptors in our brain in our neurons in our nervous system that actually bind to the cannabis like I talked about last week uh, if you're not all familiar it's your first time tuning in or listening to me uh, I'll, I'll talk about this all the time but we have an endocannabinoid system so that's my biggest argument right there when people are like well it's not for me well actually it is for you because it's in your DNA so you know if it wasn't for you it would be an insect that wouldn't be in your DNA so it may not be THC it may not be smoking it but you can definitely benefit from it man hemp oil hemp seeds um, hemp leaf hemp leaf is really good non-intoxicating you can make teas out of that so you know there's ways to use uh, multiple methods that are non-intoxicating non-psychotropic non-psychoactive so you can actually get some relief without having to go through uh, any undesired experience and that's been one of the bonuses of the program is having access to multiple products and a variety of treatments now before i know it was focused mainly on flour and edibles and other markets especially when california and colorado were emerging but i think states and the government 
wanted to see it go that direction so it became more novelty and they can show that it was more for abuse and recreational than medicine and the patients don't go for that stuff man we ask for more we require more we know this is our medicine that we're using it to not have to take any of that other stuff we use it because it does help us so i think because of that more places started um, getting put on demand to carry certain things and that's where Arizona already had that leg up once the dispensaries did start opening they saw an opportunity for that and they did carry a variety of products for medical patients which I respect the only thing I think that happened with the medical system in Arizona early on is the quality just shifted right away so you know that's the only thing I could think of is um, or that I know from a personal standpoint quality shifted pretty bad um, but it was fueled by the black market before it had so I can't say um, if everything was from Arizona before that uh, but I didn't know that quality was different and I know that if it was from another state as more states started to change their uh, jurisdictions and regulations it started to open up uh, more of a market for people to the highest bidder so Arizona had a nice little uh, couple years where we were seeing some really good quality but honestly after about 10 years it's starting to come back the last year and a half and with this Alien Labs right now, I'm really impressed with it. Um, Canamo, really impressed with. Uh, G4 and Tucson Cannabis Campus, really, really impressed with them. Uh, you know, I pretty much get all my stuff from the Tucson Cannabis Campus because I've, I've seen it being grown with my own eyes. I trust it. I know the people there are intentional growers and good growers. So, you know, that's really good stuff right there. But some of these other places, man, they were pushing out swaggy ass fucking snickle fritz, like the worst of the worst. And they got away with it and they could charge top dollar for it because there was no competition. Anyone try to open up something that was remotely competitive in a gray area, they'd shut them down. So the only other competition was each other and they weren't able to uh, really have any consistency until now. So it has been changing though like i said it has been changing a lot quality quality's been changing everything's been going good so i'm really happy with that at least uh i'd like to see some more sun grown come out of arizona we definitely have the opportunity for sun grown we have the space the sun just need the water but sun grown right there is really really good stuff um you know it's like to see some of these dispensaries work together more and actually help some of the certification centers uh, work all together. Now, I have no problem with other certification centers in Tucson at all. I always wish them the best. I really never saw this competition as long as we're all helping people. I know right now we are, um, we're all in it together. So, you know, I keep that in mind, but you know, I send love to them. We haven't gotten into any kind of bidding wars or anything, uh, which is good because every, I think every one of us in the certification end is pretty fair. 
when it comes to the dispensary and the pricing of the flour, you know, I'm really grateful for all that. Uh, I'm seeing the price come down as a consumer. Uh, I'm really happy with that. So I know that they're working harder to do that. And that's just inevitable. It is an herb. It should be affordable to people. So, you know, I'm really, really, really pushing for better numbers. But I know right now they still have to produce it and they're really fair. So, you know, anyone charging $10 to $15 a gram, I still think it's pretty fair. I, I know it seems kind of high, but considering the taxes and everything they're having to pay right now, and I know that there's dispensaries that run specials, you know, so if you want to pay bulk and go buy an ounce for $100 to $150, you know, that's an opportunity too. So uh, I like that as well. It's just uh, having those options, and before we didn't have that, it was kind of monopolized, and we were paying, like I said, top dollar for stuff that we shouldn't have been paying top dollar for, and that's why people were still going to their old provider, and I'll be honest myself too, at the first nine years, I didn't buy from any dispensary, unless it was me just going to check stuff out to, you know, just see what they had and maybe try some edibles, but flour wasn't really up to par, but now the last couple years, it's getting there and I really think that that's good for Arizona because they should be growing their own stuff which a lot of them are now and not being dependent on um, you know the, the other systems where it be caregivers or whatever so it's good to see that happening because man early on like I said that quality was buki 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 so they got it down in now you know they found some good growers they're actually that's another thing they were taking advantage of growers early on some of these dispensaries were really doing growers really really bad really bad keeping their equipment running them out having them set up stuff and then bringing someone else in just because they didn't want to pay them you know there's some really nasty stuff going on so it's good to see that the growers are actually being taken care of now and dispensaries see their value because they are the creators of the plant they are the ones um tending to it and caring for it and most growers that i've met they're not greedy people at all they just want to grow a bunch of weed and be compensated for it fairly they don't care about having their name on everything and being the richest person in the world they just want to grow a bunch of weed like that's all they want to do man if you see how these growers live and the soil everywhere and the compost and you know these people are the most humble hard-working people and uh the dispensaries took advantage of them early on so it's good to see actually some good relationships being made um some retribution being done so i'm really happy for all that and um you know a couple last things i want to touch up on while this blunt's finishing up is you know why cannabis was illegal in the first place and i know you guys see some of the propaganda that's gone on i show some of it on my social media pages for the hypocrisy so you know i just want you to know that cannabis is politically illegal it's not because it's ever hurt anyone the reason why it's schedule one you know is for different reasons you know it's not because it was dangerous or ever hurt anyone it was because it was politically and financially influenced by corporations that benefited from it and you know back in uh before it was prohibited years before you know because it was prohibited in the 40s 1940s late 40s but in 1865 uh, we had the 13th amendment ratified 
and the 13th amendment states that slavery or involuntary servitude is not allowed in the u.s or within the grounds of the u.s except that word except which should never be around the word slavery or involuntary servitude. You should never have the word except anywhere around, but that word except, they said, except if you've been duly convicted of a crime. So people that are convicted of crimes thrown into the legal system are forfeitative <laughs> of their rights and their amendment rights. So, they get thrown into slavery and involuntary servitude. Well, there's prisons that are banking off of people making, not fucking license plates, they're not making license plates like they showed in the movies back in the day. They're making lingerie, ballistic vests. I had a homie do some years up in Texas making ballistic vests for the military. You know, they're farming tilapia up in Colorado. They're fighting fires in California. They're making lingerie in the middle parts of the country. They're packaging packages for Target. You know, all this stuff is going on in the, in the industrial prison complex and corporations are making money by saving money on labor. So you got free to inexpensive labor where they're making one to $10 a day. And I know people say, oh, they're criminals, they're criminals. Well, a lot of them are in there for nonviolent crimes. A lot of them are in there for selling a plant that everyone right now is selling legally, that you got people making millions of dollars off of right now and billions of dollars off of around the whole world and country. So don't tell me that they're criminals when all they did was pioneer and promote this early on knowing that this plant helped people not one person's ever died from it the only death caused from this plant is from the prohibition of the plant so you know if there was better regulation and um, availability we wouldn't have had any death early on so that's the only death caused by this but you know the 13th amendment right there is one of the biggest reasons why this plant is illegal now, you got textiles, you got prison and cheap labor, you throw in pharmaceuticals, wow, well, it looks like it's a big fight right there this little plan is taking on, so, you know, that right there is the biggest reason why cannabis is illegal. Um, you know, it's, it's starting to open up people's eyes. They're starting to see the hypocrisy behind it all. They're starting to notice that it should have never been illegal in the first place. So, you know, I, I think that uh, with more time, we'll start to, uh, uh, man, maybe we can start to forgive each other and move past all this. But in the meantime, you know, we're still having to show people that this plan is safe. Luckily, more people are starting to see it help their relatives or friends uh, benefit from it. So they're less likely to be so uh, against it. But definitely, definitely, definitely going to see some times where people are going to start accepting it more. But yeah, man, it was good vibing out with all of you tonight. Uh, do another one next week. We'll have Dr. Johnson on. 
possibly. I know she's still nervous too, but Dr. Johnson has a lot of information. You know, my first experience with a naturopathic doctor, uh, Dr. May, I went in for acupuncture because my back was totally, totally fucked up. I had a sciatica flare-up, my hips were out. I couldn't walk, take a piss, breathe. I couldn't do anything. Well, I went to see Dr. May and I was so unhealthy internally. I thought I was good, but I was eating processed foods, drinking monsters and soda, no good water, no juices, like fruit juices. I'm not talking, or um, green juices. I'm not talking about like, you know, the box juices and concentrated shit at the store. I'm talking about actual like green, vital juices, beet juice, orange juice, you know, freshly squeezed, none of that stuff. Um, but Dr. May took my pulse and told me that I was too weak to do many points. So she only put four points in me at the time. That's all my body could take, my uh, my system, I guess. And that's why my me being stubborn went home and said, okay, I want more points next time. It'll actually help. You know, I thought I was gonna look like Hellraiser. I thought I was gonna have pins all in my face and my, <laughs> my whole body. But, you know, I just had four little points and I was like, you know, I gotta do better. This doctor called me out. I didn't really know her too well at the time. So, you know, she, she was just honest with me and I ended up, um, going and making some changes and little by little was able to get more points started to be able to get uh, more treatment done different types of treatment my body could handle it i was bouncing back quicker started to feel better all those little lifestyle changes and that was all right before natural healing so you know i shared some pictures when i was still weighing like 275 again right before natural healing and and i put on some weight man I've, i've always put on weight so i've lost 100 pounds twice in my life Uh, These last six months, I just lost another 50 pounds. So, you know, during COVID, I got a little, little relaxed. And, you know, I was vegan for seven years. And just during the last year of it, you know, all these places started opening up with this fucking soy bullshit. So they have all these fucking soy nuggets and soy burgers and soy this and soy that. And I'm like, man, I'm not eating any real food. And I was just putting on weight. I gotta get back to basics, man. So I'll do a little bit of gardening here and there, some dairy here and there. But... You know, at the end of the day, I eat mostly plants and um, vegetables, berries. You know, I like berries a lot, so I just, I know everything in balance, and uh, that's why I got my herb, too. But yeah, it was good vibing out with you all. I'll put this out, and uh, I'll see you guys next week, so...